Praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Word of God for meditation are those last verses of Ephesians. Chapter 1, verses 11 to 14. This is all going to be important in answering the question, am I a child of God? In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. In order that we who were first to hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you are marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. We pray. Let the words of my lips and the meditation of all our hearts, O Lord, be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Your friends in Christ Jesus, members of the chapel, visitors to the chapel, and those who are online, welcome to God's word. We are. God's children in Christ. It's a true one. I believed it since 1953 when I was baptized. But did every single day, every single hour mean that I believed it? in my heart, in my thoughts, in my emotions. You are a child of God, Glenn. Put your name in there. Everything that we said in the service, the the readings emphasize, yes, you are children of God. Why is that so hard to believe at times in our lives? So I'd like to talk about the idea of proving that we're the children of God by comparing it to how do you know that you are a child of your mother and father? Well, you woke up in a crib or a bed. There they were. Dada, mama, you believed them. When is it critical, really, to know that you are somebody's child? Well, sometimes when you're an heir and there's money on the line. Well, there's more than money on the line here. There's eternity. With God or not with God. That's why it's important all our life that we know who we are. There's some ways of checking out who you are, that who your parents are. You 
Find the birth certificate. Look at the birth certificate. We live in an age we can use DNA to test, am I really a child? What about testing how I know I am really a child of God? The question is a good one because there are many things that make us doubt that we are children of God. Certainly the greatest facts that get in the way are your sins. How can you be a child of God when you sin? God is to be number one. Use his name. Love all people. Don't have any lustful thoughts for the opposite sex or the same sex. Don't cheat the government. Don't cheat your neighbor. What raises doubt? Our sins. How can I be a child of God when I sin? And that's part of the difficulty of life, isn't it? That we go along, we go along, and sometimes those sins catch up with us and it just punches us in the face. That's how I felt at age 34. Uncertain of God's love. A Christian pastor. Uncertain of God's love. And the other challenge is when the difficulties of life don't seem to match the fact that I'm a child of God. A sick child. A stubborn parent. A mean boss. Things that I can't control. A loss of a job. My life changing before me. If God loved me, he wouldn't let these things happen. What's getting in the way? My mind, my feelings, my emotions. And that's a challenge that you got to remember is going to happen. And you got to be ready. And you are ready. By turning to God's word. Because as you read Ephesians 1, there's no uncertainty there through the Apostle Paul. And that's what we have to do. Continue to go to God's word. Don't always act on the emotions and the feelings and the events in your life. Because that's where uncertainty comes. The Apostle Paul wrote the Ephesians to strengthen their relationship with God. They needed this word of God. They needed this statement from the Apostle Paul in Ephesians to strengthen their certainty of God's love. Is that relationship with God the Father who created the world? God the Son who lived his life for us and the Holy Spirit who came into our life through word and sacrament. 
I'm going to read the verses again from Ephesians 1, and then I'm going to try and clarify some of the things that can cause us uncertainty. In him, and that's God, we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. There are not many people in my life that haven't been confused about that word predestined. God picked us in advance. But you've got to put that in the context of all the other verses here. You can't just single it out. He picked us in advance. He chose us. What does that mean? That means certainty is not because of you, but because of God, what he did. In order that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. And that's a very important thought. Not just you're a child of God, you're a child of God with a purpose, the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Picked, then God brought you to faith and to believe. God did it. To the praise of his glory. The Apostle Paul reminded the Ephesians that they were the children of God. They were sealed by the Spirit. So we want to kind of break down that whole picture of being sealed by the Spirit. It refers to the use of a seal to express ownership. You go back to kings of years ago that would use a seal to give the authority behind that seal. It's going to happen because this is my seal. Well, who's God's seal? <laughs> Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul writes to the Galatians, these are powerful verses, verses you want to come back to. Chapter 3, verses 26 to 27, you are all, sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. All of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. It is because the Holy Spirit worked in your heart that you desire to repent of your sins. And to repent of your sins is to acknowledge your sins and look to God for forgiveness. To repent of your sins when your sins are revealed to you. Work of the Holy Spirit in your heart and life is a deposit guaranteeing that you are the children of God and heirs of eternal life in Christ Jesus. Throughout this section of verses, we're reminded that our life is not just a number of chance events placed in a row. Our life is a wonderful plan of God's good and gracious will and plan. He chose us from eternity to know the love and mercy of Jesus, his death for us on the cross, the forgiveness of sins, the forgiveness of every horrible, rebellious sin you or I have committed in thought, in word, in deed. God. 
Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 again, again powerful verses, for it is by grace, God's undeserved love, you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. So quit looking at yourself. Look at what God did. It's a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I'd like to tell a couple stories in these last few moments about individuals that I worked with in former congregation. One individual, Ted, his husband, father, realtor, he served in positions of leadership in his congregation. And every single one of his emails, he would end the email with the words, God has a plan. God in his love and mercy had a plan for your life from eternity. The purpose of your life is to give him glory and praise. In all that you do as children of God. When you sin, turn to your heavenly father. Acknowledge your sin. And look to God and his perfection in Christ Jesus for that forgiveness. God, your heavenly father has laid out in front of you. This is a very important concept, by the way. He has laid out in front of you each day opportunities to give him praise and glory. These acts are called good works. But we're not getting the credit here. God is. We often want to take the credit. Oh, I did a good work today. No, he laid out these events. And you know what? You don't look at them as good works. Oh, I got a mean boss. Boy, is he difficult. Oh, I got to go talk to him again. Oh, my neighbor, he comes by with his dog and does things I don't want him to do. Oh, my spouse. We're just not getting along. It's her fault. See, we call these problems. And God calls them, you say it. Opportunities. Say it together. Opportunities. Opportunities. And every time God's giving you an opportunity, it doesn't look like an opportunity. It's going to take your patience. It's going to take your prayers. It's going to take your love. It's going to take your kindness to carry out what God wants to do. You know what? You're in somebody else's path as an opportunity. Men, when maybe you're not so loving. And that person is there to give all praise and glory to God. This is a very important concept, which is in Ephesians 2, verse 10. God's giving us opportunities to give him the glory. 
I mentioned before that Ted would close his emails with the words, God has a plan. This is a father who watched his daughter go through many brain surgeries from age four or five until she died at age 17. If you were to ask him, he would probably tell you that these words at the end of his emails came through adversity. The Apostle Paul wrote to strengthen and encourage the Ephesians about their relationship and their love for the Lord God as children of God. God wants you to know that you are his child. In spite of the circumstances, in spite of the doubts that come because of your sins, you are God's child and you have a purpose to glorify God. The perfection you, you were given is not your own. It's Christ. That's why he had to be the Son of God and that's why we confess it, that he is God and man and as man, his perfect life counted for everyone. His death on the cross took away your horrible sins. So there's no uncertainty when it comes to looking at God's word and that you are a child of God. And once you've got that figured out, guess what God wants you to do? Help others figure it out. In your relationships, in your love, in your care, Bring that message to others. The Father sent his son, Jesus. Jesus took away our sins on the cross. Jesus lived a perfect life for us. The Holy Spirit brought us to faith through word and sacrament. Our focus for certainty in good times and bad is upon the work of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. A lady... One of my former congregations by the name of Betty had been visiting her mother on a regular basis in a nursing home. Her mother was in her 90s, especially sick toward the end of her life. And she said, I'm not praying that the Lord take her home right away. And she got sicker, her mother did, and then Betty did pray that prayer. But Betty also used her time at the nursing home. She talked to people. That's what she would do. And she talked to Ray. She found out they used to be a member of a local church. She told the pastor. The pastor found out from Ray's daughter that Ray had been excommunicated a number of years ago. Excommunication, when a member of a congregation sins openly, publicly, and then is admonished and then doesn't walk away from that sin, they are excommunicated from the congregation and from heaven, according to God's will. When the pastor sung some songs of Betty's mom for the last time and shared God's word with her, Ray was standing in the doorway listening. The pastor, when he was done, told Ray that he may not be coming for Betty's mom, but he would come to talk to Ray. God has a plan. 
that he wasn't there just for her mom. You're not just there to carry out your job. You're not just there to pick up something from the store. You're not just there to go to a meeting. You're actually a part of God's plan to love others. There are many events in our lives that can cause us to doubt the love of God for us and the status as the children of God. That's why we need to keep hearing the word of truth from God's word that reminds us we are God's children of Christ. And we can say that together. We are God's children of Christ. Amen.